back, everyone, to the Get Shit Done podcast. It's yours truly, Julie Jones with the Adventures of Julie Jones. And each and every week, I bring you amazing guests from all around the world to share tips and tricks and all kinds of interesting information to help you improve your life. And this week, I am super, super excited about this week's guest because she has helped me in my own life. And you will hear it when you hear her voice. You will immediately feel the sense of peacefulness and calmness come over you. So welcome to the show, my good friend, Roberta Hughes. Woo! Hi, Julie. It's so good to be here. And I I just love your enthusiasm and even my enthusiasm doesn't even get close to your mild enthusiasm, but I'm delighted to be here with you today. Well, I am so excited to have you on. And yeah, I, I've actually, because um, there is something about Roberta and she's going to talk about her business and, and, and what she has to offer. But like immediately when she starts talking, I just feel like this overall calmness come over me. So like my normal, like, woo! like kind of comes down to a woo because I'm talking to you. So enough about my wooing. Let's get to you. Um, let's have you introduce, you know, who you are, what makes you so unique, what you bring to the party and the floor is yours. So I'm Roberta Hughes. I'm the founder of Peaceful Living and I really dedicate my time to helping people find that place of peacefulness and calm in their life. And my voice is definitely a tool that helps that process, as well as just my overall way of being. And um, I've been this way most of my life. So even when I'm excited, I don't look excited. <laughs> people think that I'm just having an okay time. Um, but I'm a Pilates yoga and meditation teacher. And over the years, I've spent more than 20 years in the fitness industry helping people make friends with movement, make friends with their bodies, and more recently, making friends with stress and how they navigate stressful situations in their life. And we can do that through self-care practices, movement practices, and meditation practices. And we are going to talk about a lot of those today. And if you are listening in to this podcast and you happen to be driving, I'm going to tell you to pull over <laughs> or do something in a safe manner because, again, like you just exhibit your brand. So, obviously, you know, the name of your company, Peaceful Living. Why Peaceful Living? Like, for you, was there a journey to get to this point? Have you always been peaceful and like supporting people around stress or was it because of stress that you decided to go in this arena? It's a little bit of both. So I, I started practicing the techniques that I teach more than 24 years ago. I was a young mother and having gone through college, I took a couple of yoga classes during college that really made me feel differently than any other experience I've ever done in my life. And I had my first baby at the age of 25 and I was married to someone in the Air Force. So I found myself moving out of my home state of Arizona for the first time at the age of 25 and moving households every three years. 
and not really being able to do what I went to school for, which was journalism and public relations. So I started going through different yoga certifications and had the blessing of being stationed near Santa Barbara, California for about three years. So when I was pregnant with my second son, that's when I really immersed myself into my yoga instruction and went through my full 200 hours of training and then did a second 200-hour training before we left California. So in the course of three years, I had a second baby and went through two yoga certifications. But yoga really served me well through motherhood and moving and being able to make time for myself, even when I was mostly by myself parenting my children. I started planting these little seeds of time into the day between naps, between walks, between all of the things that I was doing with my kids. So it was really a form of survival during those earlier stages. And then once I grew roots here in Denver, Colorado, I was able to start working at different fitness centers and working with different populations of people, even with people, even people with developmental disabilities. And that really transformed how I was able to see the practices make a difference for people in their lives. And it was in 2018 that Peaceful Living really came to be. And it has grown into what it is today. I don't know what just happened there. Um, It has grown into what it it is today, um, really over the course of COVID, Julie. And my son and I started making videos based on the things that I was doing um, during that time. So I I think I kind of jumped around a lot. I don't know if you want to ask a question to bring me back on focus. (laughs) <laughs> listen, I, like I said, like, you know, like you're going to have to keep me on focus because I listen <laughs> to your voice and as you're talking and I'm like, I'm going into a very meditative state. I'm like, okay, Julie, pay attention, pay attention to what is happening here. I can here. see you just get this relaxed feeling like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect because now for many of you who are listening in, we, um, tape these ahead of time, and then I release them on a weekly basis. So for those of you not on video, although eventually they will be up on my YouTube channel, you're going to see that behind Roberta is a beautiful Christmas tree. And so I started thinking that I'm probably going to um, jump ahead and have her episode really release pretty quickly here, because I think that during this time of year, for a lot of people, they struggle with stress, whether it's the undue pressure of the holidays, maybe having to deal with family. And so what is so unique about you is that you actually have like a virtual platform that you're able to help people no matter where they are. So talk about that, but talk about why it's so important really to focus in on yourself as hard as it is, especially during the holidays. Yeah, I'm so glad you um, brought this up, Julie, because... I feel like right after Thanksgiving, this is the time of the year where people put themselves on pause and think, okay, in the new year, I'll start focusing on me again. And so the whole month of December just becomes this month of survival rather than the month of joy and giving and nourishment. So I I feel like this is the perfect opportunity for people to think of the spirit of giving and how they can give back to themselves between now and the end of the year. 
even if it's just one thing, to reduce their stress a little bit, to nourish their bodies a little bit differently, to not get caught up in the hustle and bustle, and to really find joy in the holiday season. That's the importance of slowing down and being present for the things that are around us so that we can appreciate them and have fun. You're always talking about fun. It's not possible to have fun when we're just going through the motions and getting caught up in this hustle and bustle of the holidays and getting into that spirit of giving, not just to others, but to ourselves. And the library that we have at Peaceful Living, we have more than 150 different videos. And I actually meet with each new person and I will knock myself out to make that happen for each of your listeners that want to get connected this month to give themselves those pockets of time. I can help them find anywhere from two minutes to 30 minutes in their schedules, even if it's only once a week, once a week for the rest of the year, that would make a huge impact on how a person feels and enjoys the holiday season. Well, and it's so important because, you know, when you were talking about things, like it reminded me of several things that I talk about. First of all, being, like being in the moment. I think a lot of our stress will come from the fact that we're so worried about the what ifs in the future, right? Like, oh my gosh, what if they don't like the gift that I got them? It's like, oh, well, they don't like it, right? Like, that's why you give gift receipts. I mean, there's so many things that as human beings, we worry too much about. And so it's the being. And then there was something else that you said that always reminds me of the holidays can be filled with have-tos. And if people can really switch it to what they get to do, like stop worrying about the presents and the gifts. Because in my experience, and probably in yours, Roberta, we have found that people want to spend time with us. They don't care about the gifts. They don't care about the things. They want the memories and the experiences. And again, like if you can be the best version of you, that's going to be so important during the holidays, don't you think? Absolutely. And I always encourage people to create traditions around this time of year. Start something new. And traditions can really be a way to immerse yourself in connecting with others and with enjoying the holiday time. Holidays can sometimes be difficult for people who have experienced loss, for people who are far away from loved ones. But there are ways to seek community and unity within where you live. So if you are someone who is by yourself, look for opportunities to connect with another Person or a couple of people who might be in a similar situation and you can create a tradition together. Maybe you go ice skating or maybe you go look for a Christmas tree together and you each get your own. Um, maybe you go for tea or for hors d'oeuvres and a glass of wine, but you can create traditions that speak to you and what you love to do. Absolutely. What do you think is one of like the the simplest, maybe easiest ways? Like I, I know I've experienced your meditations and you have some really short meditations that are amazing on um, your, you know, your virtual platform. And what I love about them is like, listen, everybody's got five minutes, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Don't say you don't have five minutes. I don't care 
like, you know, all kidding aside, but like if you're sitting on the toilet, then listen in to the meditation for five minutes. If that's the only time that you can find just to really, you know, connect with yourself. But are there other simple, like maybe techniques or things that you talk to people about that can really support them during, you know, this, this time of year? Finding time to just quiet down and pause. And that can look differently for each person. It could just be getting up from your desk, setting a timer. You're great with with using timers for organization. I love to use timers for self-care because it, it enables a person to do it. So set a timer for two minutes, move away from your desk, sit in a place that you love and just take some nice deep breaths or make a cup of tea or get out front. Um, we have snow here on the ground in Denver, so I can no longer go out front barefoot, but I do get outside and take a walk every day. Look for these little simple things that speak to you and choose something that you love to do because then you're more likely to make time for it. Well, and I'm sure that there's people listening in and they're probably like, okay, well, that's all well and good, Roberta. But like, you really do walk the walk and talk the talk, right? I mean, like, what does a day look like for you? Because if you didn't have these tools, let's just say, how would your life have looked different as a young mom? And, you know, with all that transitioning and everything else. So talk about like how that could have been and like what you do for yourself on a daily basis and how you incorporate it in because you're an entrepreneur, you're still a mom, right? You still have teenage boys. So like you have a lot of things that are happening in your life as well. I do. So in those early years, Julie, if I didn't make these little pockets of time I would have been worn out and run down at the end of each day. And we all know that especially young moms with young children, they don't get much sleep. They're getting woken up throughout the night. My youngest son did not take naps. So rather than trying to force him to take naps, I would put him on the floor. I would get on the floor. I would do a yoga pose, set a timer for five minutes, breathe. He would be on the floor with me. So I was just really creative in how I fit these things into my day in those earlier years. And I think it really saved my life at that point because it kept my stress levels low so that I was able to show up and be there for my kids. Now, fast forward, my oldest son is 24. My youngest is 20. And my boyfriend, we live together. He has a 13-year-old and a 9-year-old. I have a Doberman and a Golden Doodle. So, and I'm an entrepreneur. So life is still busy and I'm just very intentional. I wake up at 6 to 7 a.m. each morning, depending on the day. Some mornings I start with hot works, which is one of my favorite workouts. Other days I start with journaling and preparation for my day. And then midday, I always I love to make a cup of afternoon tea. That's my ritual. So I get away from my desk. I make the tea. At the end of every workday, I take my Doberman for a walk. We go anywhere from one to two miles, depending on what he likes. And then I end the day um, by putting some oils in the diffuser. I turn down all of the lights in the house. I let my body know it's time to quiet down. And I put my cell phone away. Those are things that I practice pretty regularly that have just become part of what I do. Um, If someone's listening, they may think, gosh, that's a lot. So if you haven't started with any of those things, 
maybe pick one thing that you would want to start with because these practices have grown with me over the years. Well, they have. And like, quite honestly, like if you really had to add up the time, like what those practices take you, what would you kind of guesstimate really how much does that take you in, in, in your day? So my afternoon tea takes 10 minutes from, you know, brewing the tea to getting back to my desk. Or sometimes I'll just sit in a chair and enjoy it before going back to my desk, depending on how much work I need to do. My morning workouts, um, the Hotworks workout is only 30 minutes in an infrared sauna, and I feel amazing after. My journaling practice is 30 minutes. Um, My evening rituals of turning down the lights, maybe 10 to 15 minutes. So not a lot of time, but a lot of impact from that time. It is because it's in those moments of quiet that a lot of our creativity will come to us as well. And so many people like, you know, will do morning routines, will do evening routines because they really do set up your day. I mean, I always say like, if you jump out of bed, like a bat out of hell, like that's how, you know, your, your day is going to go is very harried, rushed. So how can you set yourself up and Again, you may journal for 30 minutes, but maybe somebody who's listening in and wants to get started with something, maybe for you, it's five. Like, you know, none of this stuff happens overnight. It's a process. Um, You know, I have to speak my own testimony about Roberta is that because when I was getting ready to do a major event (laughs) I had going on, gosh, hard to believe it's, you know, almost a month ago. There was a lot of stress and there was a lot going on. And in her kind, giving heart, she sent me one of my most favorite meditations. It's about compassion and courage in your heart, right? And it was 30 minutes. And every single night I would play it, you know, as as I was falling asleep. And the subconscious picks up a lot of stuff. But there was so many times that I would hear so much of it and how it just set me up. Because I know falling asleep to it at night really set me up for peace the next morning. Thank you for sharing that, Julie. I love that. I know that you were listening to it every night, but I hadn't really heard you share how it was affecting you. And I want to mention you pointed out that the subconscious hears. And it also over time, that familiarity just allows your body to settle into that peaceful place. The second, it's almost like pushing play, right? Even though you're pushing play on the meditation, you're also pushing play on your ability to settle, to rest, and to let go. And that does set you up for a more peaceful beginning to the next day. It does. It does. Now, do your do your boys like see what you're doing? Like, is there an impact? I mean, obviously there's an impact for how you work with your family, but does your family see that? And do they start to implement and incorporate some things for themselves as well? Like, are your boys very conscious of setting up, you know, either meditative or yoga or something for themselves as well? I would love to say yes. <laughs> I think I have planted the seeds. My oldest son, I say he gets the benefit because he does all of my editing. So he gets to hear my meditations and he gets to hear my teaching. 
So I know that he's soaking it in like a sponge. My youngest son is the one that's more interested in movement, more from a weightlifting perspective, but he just told me that he signed up for yoga for next semester. So I'm really excited about that. And there were little things that I would show them when they were small. And my youngest son still will do legs up the wall when he's had a hard workout and his hamstrings are tight. He has this little head cradle that he'll just rest his head on when he's feeling stressed out. And I will send him meditations. And I used to do meditations for him when he was in high school. And he would just be out like a light because high school students don't get enough rest. <laughs> and then he would be up and ready to go on to the next thing. So that was a lot of fun. Well, and again, like we don't know because, you know, young minds and you're, you're start, they've started off young. And of course, like we all had that journey, right. Of like having to figure things out for ourselves. But the fact that, you know, on his own, he decided to take a yoga class, I think speaks volumes because there's so much benefit. Again, you've always heard me say that my favorite pose in yoga is shavasa, yes, <laughs> and all you know, like all you do is just like lay there and meditate. Because I'm like, again, it, it's one of those things. And how do you help people with this? Like because we we've talked a little bit about how it takes time to incorporate anything, and it's like so much in life that we do something. Like if we're laying there, we're meditating, or we're we're drinking that cup of tea. And we sit there and we think to ourselves, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Why am I not doing this for myself more often, right? So how do you support people in doing that? Like, is there accountability with you or is there, like, talk a little bit about that because I think that for most of us, it's getting into some type of routine and just really benefiting from it that makes us want to do it more. Absolutely. So I love to meet one-on-one with people and help them find the space in their calendars where they can plant these little seeds. And I'm really good at finding and being creative about that so that it works into the life that you're already living. And it doesn't feel like you have to stop doing what you're doing to add something new in because we all know that's not the way to learn how to bring new habits into your life. Um, it's actually the way to move further away from bringing new habits into your life. Um, And then once they have that call with me, I create the plan and I show them where they can set up these things. And I actually pull the videos that will work best for them. Like I sent you the guided meditation because you said that's where you wanted to start. Um, So anywhere from a two-minute meditation to a 40-minute yoga class depending on what the person needs, I help them find ways to fit it into their schedule. Which I love because I think that for so many of us who, as I call it, are woo busy, right? <laughs> like we're, we're, we're busy being busy. And it's not always like with an end result, but to know that anything that you're talking about, even just a simple breathing technique can take you just a minute. And how it's going to change the perspective. But so many people don't always fall back, you know, and they they forget. They just forget. But if it's in your calendar or you're putting it down somewhere, then it becomes like, okay, this is what I get to do right now. And you're almost looking forward to it. Yes. And then I think when you try it and you get positive results, then you're more likely to go back and do it later. 
I have this one breathing technique called the birthday candle breath that is super short and easy. And a lot of my friends will use this because they get anxiety flying on the plane. They get anxiety in um, crowds or in stressful situations, going into job interviews, going on stage to speak. So I'll teach it to you really quickly if you'd like. Awesome. Yes, that would be (laughs) awesome. Like for those of you listening in again, like if you're not in a safe spot. (laughs) Don't have a car wreck trying the birthday candle breath. So Julie, I just want you to take a big, deep inhale through your nose, filling up your body as full as you can, and then make a little O shape with your lips like you're blowing out birthday candles. And keep blowing, keep blowing, keep blowing until that air is all the way gone. And then let your next breath come in. Take another big one. And again, blow out those birthday candles like you're blowing them out in slow motion. We can do that one more time and blow out those birthday candles, empty out every last drop of breath, and then let your natural breath reach in. What was that like for you? You know what? It's just the instant calmness and (laughs) it's, it's seriously, and it doesn't take very much time. It's just a different technique and so many times, like, you know, when you do breathing techniques and the reminder of how important that is, because for most of us all day long, because we're running, 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 we're doing these short, shallow breathing. And when you really take the time to belly breathe or just really enjoy that moment of breathing in oxygen, you know, it's like, it it just changes all the, the dynamics. And it probably just made me forget all the amazing questions that I Well, and I was even going to say for the people who watched the video, like your face was completely different. I know you have a sobriety journey and you have been sober, but it looked like you just had like (laughs) this metamorphosis, like you just had a shot of alcohol or something. Your whole face just went, ah, yeah. So we really don't need substances to create these euphoric, peaceful moments in our life. We just need the breath. We just need a little bit of time and the ability to do it. That's awesome. That is so (laughs) awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that technique. Now, um, I know that actually, and that's why I made the decision when Roberta and I were, were talking prior to starting the recording that she has a special gift. And you know, this being the month of December and and actually we happen to be um, taping today, Tuesday, November 29th, which is like giving day, right? So it's like nationwide, everybody's got some type of giving day. People are giving gifts. So Roberta, you want to talk a little bit about the gift that you're offering the audience? Absolutely. So all of your listeners can join for free for the Peaceful Living Community, which gives them access to over 150 videos. Um, in our on-demand library, plus access to our live stream classes that we teach weekly. And they also get a complimentary self-care success call with me so that I can help them find those moments. I know that it seems overwhelming, like where can I fit this in? But just schedule the call, make the time. We'll put a plan in place to get you through the holiday season in a way that feels good and nourishing and joyful. I am so excited. I'm so excited because I'm already like, my my mind is going because it's such an amazing gift. And I took advantage of that. And boy, 
have things, you know, like really, really shifted. And sometimes, again, free is free. And um, I know Roberta well enough. And so it's like, don't be like, ah, there's no such thing as free. Uh, Yeah, there is. And so stop going to that place and really do something good for yourself and set yourself up well for 2023 that you can be already establishing a way to, you know, incorporate self-care for yourself. Yes. Yeah. Don't wait. Don't put yourself last at the bottom of your list this holiday season. You all deserve to be at the top of your list. Absolutely. So we've talked about a lot of stuff. Is there anything still on your heart that you really want to share with the audience? And be sure to also incorporate that website. I know we're going to have the links, but if you want to even tell people how to be able to connect with you, that is um, very important as well. Absolutely. So my website is peacefulliving.com. We'll put that in the show notes. I would love for your listeners to follow me on Instagram. I'm at Roberta underscore peaceful living. Full has two L's. And I would just say to move forward in each day with the possibility that there is gratitude available in every moment. And by becoming more self-aware, by becoming more mindful, by taking care of yourself, you'll see those opportunities more and more each day. You will. And finally, Roberta, um, and I know, like, I kind of know the answer to this maybe, but this is the Get Shit Done podcast. So I'm going to ask you, how are you getting shit done in your own life this week? I get shit done by being intentional. I set goals. I share my goals with a community of women who also are in the same place of being entrepreneurs like you, Julie. And I hold myself accountable and I cheer on the people who are reaching their goals because we need that sense of community. The more we can cheer on and support others, the more opportunity will come to us. You're absolutely right. And I love that. And I love that because sometimes, again, you know, um, I talk about, you know, getting shit done, but really it's about the intention behind it. Because again, if you're not, if you're being woo busy, I love that, you know, woo busy. Because so many of us, like, especially this time of year, people ask us, how are you? I'm busy. No shit. Like, you know, it's kind of like everybody is, right? It's like that's that standard answer of like, I'm fine. Okay, really, how are you, right? So, you know, set some time aside for yourself this holiday season and, and be intentional and be sure to connect with Roberta and take advantage of that free gift. So I am super excited and super honored that you took the time to be here with uh, with us today. So thank you so much for sharing your gifts, you know, and you have so many with all of the listening audience. Thank you, Julie. And thank you for having me. And I wish you a joyful, loving, and fun holiday season. Ah, uh, well, thank you. You know, I will. <laughs> yes. It's uh, November 29th uh, this week, December 1st, the elf costume comes out. So everywhere <laughs> I go, you'll see, you'll see the elf. <laughs> well, and on that note, you know, again, thank you so much for listening in and taking the time to be with us on this week's episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. As always, I appreciate you taking, um, all of your precious time to listen in 
please go ahead, review the episode and share it with people that you know can benefit from this information as well. And as always, have a productive, get shit done kind of week. We'll talk to you soon. Time is our most valuable asset. And I certainly do appreciate yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Get Shit Done podcast with me, Julie Jones. If this episode was helpful for you, please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. This goes a long way in helping others to find the show too. Are you ready? I mean, really ready to make the next step towards living your best life now? Then contact me at juliejones.biz to schedule your call with me. You can also find additional information on contacting me in the show notes. Be sure to tune in again next week for another episode of the Get Shit Done podcast. In the meantime, be sure to live your life with purpose and passion.